Hello everybody, uh, my name is Hector and this is the first episode of Talk Your Business Podcast. I'm going to be the main owner, but I will be having a reoccurring guest. His name's Carter and he'll introduce himself probably next episode. So since this is the first episode, I really just want you to know who I am and then just, you know, just get to know me as a person. So, my name is Hector. I'm of Dominican descent, and I come from Massachusetts. I actually moved to Massachusetts when I had one year old, when I was one year old. So, I was ba- I'm basically, like, American. Um, I really like cooking, and I like playing basketball, but right now I'm going through, um, right now, uh, my iron is low. So I'm going through uh, weakness and fatigue and all that. So I just wanted to start a podcast. Just so you know, not mind my business. Talk about other people's businesses. Telling you about my business. And when I mean business, I mean personal business. I mean, you know, just talking about your business. What you do in your life, what I do in my life, stories about what I do in my life, how to learn from things in your life, really just anything like that. So, this is basically what the Talking Business Podcast is going to be about. And, of course, the first episode is not going to be as good as the other episodes I'll release because it's just now that I'm getting comfortable in front of a microphone and things like that. So, that's why it's not going to be as good as it would probably be later on after I get better at talking on a microphone. But anyways, I'm just going to get straight into it and I'm going to tell you a story about my life. So, um, I don't currently live in Massachusetts anymore. I, I live in upstate South Carolina. So, this is going to be a story about Massachusetts. So, back when I was like 11. Alright, I got got sidetracked for a second. So, back when I was 11. there There was these like kids in my neighborhood, right? I'll just say one of them was named. Well, I'm just going to use the first initial. Of their first name. So there's one kid named I. And there's one kid. with That starts with J. J and I. Uh, you know they hit it off real fast. But. There was something a little weird about them. Hitting it off really fast. So J and I. have to hold on so this story is actually kind of weird that's why I have to be careful the way I'm saying it but Jay and I uh, they kind of got a little intimate over the time and they were both males so it was a little strange to me I walked away and let them do what they wanted to do And I think people can learn from that. 
and let people do what they want to do because, listen, if it's not affecting you in a way, if it's not hurting you, if it's not doing anything to you, you really should just get away from it. Just let people do what they want to do. Let them do it. Unless somebody's robbing someone and you have, like, the strength, you have the ability to um, help, then help. But if they're not hurting anybody, they're not doing anything, just look the other way. Like, just let them do what they want to do. Don't start conflicts for no reason. There's really no reason to do that. So that's why I just think, that's why I just had to share that story because I just wanted to, you know, just say that sometimes you just, you just got to leave things alone. Just let them happen because if you can't do anything about it, just don't do it. And if you want to intervene, it might not be the right thing. So just really let it be. You don't have to do all that. It's like, you know about uh, the furry community and everything like that. Some of the things that the furry community may do is annoying and weird to some people. You know, out of the ordinary. You really can just move on from that and just do something else different because... I mean, not do something different, just leave them alone. They may be annoying, they may be doing this stuff. Don't just get on and hate. Because if you're just going to keep hating and hating, hate is just going to come back to you. And it's not a good thing, so just don't do that, really. Because then it's just, it's, it's all good, really. If you just let it happen. And some people of the furry community, I've actually talked to some people in, in the furry community. They're not as bad as they actually sound. It's just there is some people in the furry community that are strange and like do weird things. Maybe even child, like liking children and all that pedophilia basically like you'll always meet people like that and it really is traumatizing to some people but you can't you can't just like step in there really because it's like it could just be a problem anyways I'm just saying that sometimes you have to let people be and not have so much prejudice towards people because I mean just having prejudice and hating and just all this stuff is really just going to come back to you the same way that you gave it so you know as the golden rule says just treat people how you want to be treated even if the person is being rude to you just treat them how you want to be treated just let it be because I mean it's either going to be a problem or something else So, uh, another story, which is really funny. Um, so this story is about cooking and just a story to remind you when you're cutting peppers, put gloves on. 
please. Because one day I was chopping up habaneros, you know, the orange peppers. Um, when cutting the habaneros, I had the urge to use the bathroom. So I, I decided to go to the bathroom and it sure did burn because I wasn't using gloves. I was just chop, chop, chopping away. And then I said, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. So I washed my hands really quick. Then I ran to the bathroom. When I went to use the bathroom, it was not pleasant. They burnt a lot. So please just like use gloves for everything. You know, diseases go around, sicknesses go around, bacteria, everything like that. I know you might be thinking, you probably hear this all the time from so many people. But I mean, I'm really just gonna be teaching lessons that I've learned through my life. Because I mean, that's really what Talk Your Business is about. Teaching lessons through my life, other people teaching lessons through their lives, and just talking about it, really. So, um, also just for you, for, well, not just you, because there's multiple people that are going to listen to this, hopefully. Uh... To know more about me, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna include uh, one of my least favorite foods. So one of my least favorite foods is called mondongo, which is basically um, tripe, which is the stomach lining of a cow, and it's a delicacy. It stinks really bad, and it tastes kind of weird. So, really, if you don't like something, I would like to say that you shouldn't really just, like, start hating on anybody that eats it. Or, like, if something's unfamiliar, just start hating on it. Because some of that can lead to people thinking that you're racist and things like that. Some people could really just think, like... Oh, you're being racist and you're not respecting my food that I like to eat. You know, and then, like, that could also lead to you saying something that you're going to regret. So that's why I just just wanted to address that, too. But the first time I tried Mondongo, well, I'm just going to call it tripe it's basically tripe in a broth it can be spicy some people do it spicy and the broth isn't too bad but i was just traumatized because the first the first way that i tried it and that was my first and last time trying it and it was because my mom made it and she didn't cut it into little pieces she just gave me a whole chunk and when it's like cooked in its sauce and everything, it's like gelatinous, jiggly, and just weird. So then she gave me that big piece. I just, my mom said, try it. Everybody told me to try it. I took a huge bite out of it and it was just jiggly, 
nasty, you know, like, I regurgitated it. And, you know, what it wasn't pleasant. But if other people eat it, I just, I look the other way, maybe close my nose a little bit, just saying that I don't like the smell, but that's, that's really it. I'm not like, because I used to bring Dominican lunch to school and kids would look at me, they would be like, ew, what is that? It stinks. Why are you eating that, dude? And they all said that stuff about me. So then my mom, she was like, I don't want you to keep getting bullied like this. Because, I mean, they're really just making fun of your food and all that. So then my mom just said, just eat school lunch. Because it would be better. And then I discovered that school lunch is so delicious and magical. Alright, we all know about Michelle Obama and turning everything whole wheat. And all that jazz. But... Some of the whole wheat things actually slap, though. Because, like, those those dry chicken patties are so good. I don't, I don't know what they put in them. I don't know what they do. But every single day that we had those in lunch, I always put my little ketchup, my, my mayonnaise. I mixed it up on the bun. I was basically doing, like, a circular motion. So, so, like, the bread and the patty both get that sauce on it, right? And let me tell you, I would I would gobble it down. I would eat like I never ate before because it was that good. So, I really, I love those chicken sandwiches. They have my heart. Now, my school now, they have uh, something called Clux Deluxe Chicken. And it's actually, it's basically like Chick-fil-A chicken, basically. It's like real chicken and I'm like this is not like the donkey meat that they feed us but I mean the donkey meat is kind of good it's actually just chicken but it's like I call it donkey meat cause it don't it don't look like chicken so that's why I just call it donkey meat but it's like the the chicken nuggets from Wendy's you know when they had that uh special it was like 50 nuggets for like $20. Nobody sells 20 actual chicken nuggets. Like act real chicken nuggets are not that cheap. So it's like they got to be adding mad filler in that to make it like expensive basically. Or to make it cheap. Because there's no way that's like all real chicken. They probably be using the gizzards and everything. Like, a real chicken chicken nugget tastes so different than, like, the fillers and all of that chicken. It's really different. But it's, like, it, it tastes really good, though. Like, like, the spongy chicken, especially with the sweet and sour. The sweet and sour is just so good. I don't the sweet and sour is just crazy. I kinda, I'm kinda sidetracked. Also, one thing, I don't know if people can relate to me with this, 
but school uh barbecue sauce I don't know what it was with my school, but the school barbecue sauce stinks so bad that I never ate barbecue sauce because of it. It, it reeked so bad. It, it smelled like burnt wood and not like smoked wood, you know, like smoking wood. No, it, it smelled like burnt wood, like burnt wet wood. It smelled like coal, basically. It smelled like a coal mine and like it, it wasn't really that. And then I tried the sauce for the first time, and I was like, it's actually good, but why does it stink so bad? And, and then, like, it's because of, like, they added so much liquid smoke to it. I still don't understand liquid smoke. It's like, how do you, how do you get, like, smoky liquid? It's like, most of the uh, applewood smoke bacon that you get isn't even smoked. It's just, like drenched in liquid smoke but it's like a lot of stuff isn't actually what you think it is when you actually think about it but it's like there's a lot of fake food out there. Just like there's a lot of fake friends out there. Back in Massachusetts, I didn't really have friends. I just had people that I talked to. Because in Massachusetts, I don't know if it's only like in the part that I was. I was in central Massachusetts, you know, near Worcester, Worcester, however you say it. And I was... I didn't really have that many real friends. Now that I think about it. Because they either talk bad about you um, in your back or they do other things. Like, it's never really just, they're never really just nice to you. They're just like, I don't know. I lived in a, I lived in a place that was basically like a Puerto Rican, you know, the town was mainly Puerto Rican. So like, after moving down to South Carolina, it, it wasn't really that, uh, it was really different. I kind of missed the noise. I kind of missed like all the parties, all the people yelling at night, uh, hearing cars zoom at night like you know just all that noise so now like when i go to sleep i'm always sleeping to like a uh, city ambience something like that just have some noise when i sleep because i remember living in like three four apartments or like two four apartments where it would just be like noises of like kids stomping jumping and all that or it's like not being able to like jump or dance because there's like, oh Hector, Hector, there's, you know you got neighbors under so you can't be making noise and stuff like that. It's like everybody would literally have to like tiptoe. We were cooking with a uh, mortar and pestle, pestle, more mortar and pestle. My bad. But like the mortar. <laughs> mortar and pestle 
I don't I don't know why I keep like twisting that word for some reason. But like the mortar and pestle is like you know how you're always doing that mashing motion, right? You don't really mix it around in circles that much. And like we would literally have to like be really careful with it because we had neighbors under. And now like there's not really that many uh multiple multiple uh floor apartments over here now that i see it's just like single houses or like or like uh mobile homes like the pre-made homes that they just set down on land so it's like it is really different over here compared to there but the only thing i really miss is just uh my family Cause we don't really have that much family over here. We just have my aunt's family and then our family that lives over here. Because then the rest of our family is up in Massachusetts or Connecticut around that area, you know, the Northeast. Because when Dominicans think about America, they don't call it America. They don't call it USA, they call it Nueva York. Because they think New York is the only place in Dominican, or the only place in America. And then they're like, where are you? South Carolina? Where is that? Is that another country? You know? They don't really understand that there's more states to uh, America. So, like, when they see you, they're like, oh, you're just that kid from New York. I never even lived in New York, so... I think I did live in New York for like a couple days. So that's not really like living in New York. That's almost like visiting New York. And then we did live in New Jersey for a little bit, I think. I don't I don't really remember that much because like I was like just recently born. Then I spent almost like 12 years in Massachusetts. So that's most of my time. Another thing that I want to talk about is the dunk contest, the NBA dunk contest. I think it was for All-Star Weekend. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to see what people are talking about the dunk contest and their opinions on it. I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a second to search this up. My, my words are like weird right now. So I'm just gonna search up dunk contest. So, um, the people that we had was KJ Martin. Uh, Mac McClung, Jericho Sims, and Trey Murphy. So we got the Houston Rockets, Philadelphia 76ers, New York Knicks, and New Orleans Pelicans. I'm surprised uh, Zion didn't, didn't participate for slam dunk contest. So I'm going to see what people are saying. 
so my sister was talking about uh my sister was talking about the she was talking about she was like the one white dude was really good so it's mac mcclung people were talking about him so i'm gonna see if i can find a video of him dunking to see if it's really good or not so it's a, it's around a seven minute video there's only one thing better than the philly cheese I'm not gonna I'm not gonna include that ad because I do not have uh, enough money for an advertisement. So I'm just gonna watch this. So the first one is basically uh, two people oh two people above each other's back and then he's gonna like pick it off one of the heads. Both of them are basically squatted so it's like Basically, almost jumping over Shaq, which is like seven feet. All he did was just like a behind his head dunk, and everybody's going crazy. But that was like the first dunk, so it could get better. But I mean, I'm just rating off how the dunk looks. I can't dunk. I almost can, but it's like, you know, ever since I felt all this fatigue, I haven't been able to go outside in a bit. So he got like a 50 on the first one. It wasn't really that much, like. Like, the dunk wasn't really that uh flashy. For the second one, I think he did like a 360 dunk. And Shaq got surprised for that one. So he got a 50 on that one too. My sister said that like everybody else was like whack, but I wanna see what what he's actually about. You know? Just to know if he's actually. Just see if it's actually good or not. Everybody's going crazy. I mean, these are all difficult, but. I need to see like a East Bay or something. So that's it. He. I want to see. Did anybody do like an East Bay dunk? But I mean, jumping over Shaq is a really big feat because Shaq is pretty tall. Actually, I want to see how exact Shaq's height is. And Shaq has some really big feet. So Shaq is 7'1". Who, who's the tallest basketball player? I think it's Yao Ming. Whoa. Alright, so I just I just saw something while looking up Shaq's height. 
Shaq owns some restaurants. Papa John's, Auntie Anne's, Five Guys, Fitness Centers, Car Washes, and Krispy Kreme. That's that's a lot. I mean, how else do you make how else do you make money after retiring from the NBA? I feel like all you do is just advertisements, like his icy hot advertisements. I feel like all you can do is advertisements or like become a coach. Or, I mean, just invest. And maybe do all three at the same time. But, I mean, really, that's all you can do. Because, like, you have so much money. just You can just invest or, like, buy something. So, and you still have income even after playing the game. One thing that I want to talk about. And this is where uh, the real element of talking business actually comes out. And that's, uh... NBA contracts not being the same for men and women. Listen, this this is a big topic. This this can make me sound bad, look bad, and everything. But I'm not I'm not trying to be sexist or anything. It's unequal, but The, the salaries they have, you know, WNBA. It's like, if the WNBA as a whole isn't making that much money, how are they going to pay their players that much money? But the NBA makes so much money, so they're being able to pay their players so much money because they're the reason why they're gaining so much money, right? So, like, if the WNBA isn't making money, isn't making revenue, because there's not that many people going to their games, it really makes sense, because if they're not getting paid the equal price, because if they have to pay the equal price, the output has to be equal as well. Because, I mean, if they're getting paid equal, it has to be the same, right? If they're paying, if they're getting paid equal, the output and input has to be equal as well. Because you can't just be like, oh yeah, we do the same thing. We play basketball. Okay, both sides play basketball. Which one has more fans? Which one earns more money? Excuse me. The NBA makes more money in total. So, of course, they're going to have more money. Of course, they're going to have you know, more money to pay the players and the coaches and everything. Because, I mean, if you earn more money, you have more to give out, you have more to use. But the WNBA doesn't earn that much money, so that's the difference. And that's, like, the only thing, really. Excuse me, I'm a li- I'm a little tired. It's it's getting late, but that's that's really like what I'm what I'm trying to say is like 
it has to have the same input and output for them to earn the same because it's like you can't just be like having the same you can't have the same pay without the same earnings you know because you have to think of it as a whole not just the players playing because players earn on average I'm gonna say around 20,000 and then I'm gonna look it up to see if I'm right So the the average of salaries in WNBA is one hundred and two thousand, which I mean that does make sense. So the NBA average salary, I'm gonna say, is a couple million. So the average salary for an NBA player is nine million. So the highest paid player is Curry, of course. And the league minimum for every single player is one million. One million a year can get you a lot. You can do a lot with one million a year. I'm not gonna get into detail with that, but you know. You can get it. You can do a lot with one million a year. But you know, that's that's really all I have to say about the WNBA having uh, different pay rates. Because if you think of it the way that I'm thinking it. It makes sense why they're being paid differently because I mean if you're not earning that much where's the money gonna come out she's just gonna poof and just pop in like it's not magic money doesn't come off of trees if it did you know there would be no value to money and you could just take things and you could just take things how you want it because then people would be like I don't have to work anymore and then there's not going to be, like, any more food. You know, there's going to be no work. That's why, like, money has to be a thing and all that. But anything, any, I mean, anyways. Before I end the podcast, because this is going to be around 45-minute episodes. I need to talk about inflation. I understand inflation. Everything's getting more expensive. But one thing that I don't want to change. Because inflation already beat. Inflation already beat uh, Dollar Tree. And now I have to pay $1.25 for an Arizona. As you can see, I'm getting a lot louder. And that's because... Why the heck do we got to pay $1.25 for an Arizona? People in the South, they don't like Arizonas for some reason. People in the North, Arizona is the drink that you get. 
when you go anywhere. If you're going to a gas station, you get yourself an Arizona. Mucho mango, anything, any flavor, okay? But paying $1.25 for an Arizona is absolute blasphemy, okay? I remember when you used to get those for $1, okay? 25 cents isn't that much, but the 25 cents hurts. That's a quarter of a dollar, okay? It's not that much, but it hurts. It really does. And another thing is, I never really like hot fries. Cheetos hot fries. $2 for a little bag. $2? And I'm, I'm not even going to get started with eggs, okay? I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to get started with eggs. Whew. Let me tell you, the the prices for like, um, the prices have gone up for everything. Like, now uh, some little drinks, like tiny, tiny drinks, I'm talking like six ounce drinks, it used to be like 75 cents they, they move it up by four cents now like what is four cents gonna do to you it actually does a lot but it still it still makes you think like why do they do this to us why why do they have to do this you know it's like it's so messed up but it does make sense why everything's getting more expensive but it's like when inflation goes up, some jobs pay stays the same, which makes no sense. Because it's like, how are you going to raise up the prices for everything and not raise up how much you earn? It's like, that also doesn't make sense to me. Because it's like, how are you going to get paid the same when everything is getting more expensive? It's like, at this point, people are going to be spending, like, $400 for, like, you know, just stuff. And, like, that's a whole week of work for for most people in the South. You know, factory jobs. There's so many factories out here. There's so many factories. Like, there's, there's more factories than people in the South. You know, you got, like, reliable, all those factories in South Carolina. So, um, I mean, the, the Dollar Tree, the, the, the Dollar Tree 25 cent is, it, it made me stop going to Dollar Tree. Back in Massachusetts... I used to live so close to a Dollar Tree, it was down the road. I walked to Dollar Tree every day. Or I stopped um, either before getting to school or uh, after school. That Dollar Tree had a special place in my heart. Every time I went to Dollar Tree, I, I only brought $2. And those $2 were 
for an Arizona in a bag of chips. And it smacked every single time. I would always get the same Arizona. Arnold Palmer, 50-50, okay? One of the best Arizonas. What comes in second is Fruit Punch for me. Then, Kiwi. And then, uh, Green Tea, Ginseng. Because, like, Green Tea, Ginseng, it's just, it's a little too sweet for me. But, it's, it's still really good. But I really do miss uh, Dollar Tree. I miss it. I miss it just being $1. No tax for food items. Now there's tax for everything. And it's $1.25. You could have just, just put tax for everything. And like just left the, the food at the same thing. You know, I, I really don't like it. I don't like it at all. Because why, why do they have to do this to us? I don't I don't appreciate it. I don't I don't appreciate the prices getting so high. And now they have a uh, Dollar Tree Plus. Where Dollar Tree is like There's like $5 things, $10 things. Like $3, $2, you know, 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 dollar things, you know. And it's like, they literally have, like, um, shoes now. But it's like, I don't, I don't know about $5 shoes. I don't know how long those would last you. Like, for work? Like, what if you just put a custom steel toe on them shoes? <laughs> that would, uh, that would be a little weird. It's like, I kind of want to buy, like, a pair of those shoes just to see how they work. Another thing about shoes is... I've seen some uh, blue-collar... Blue-collar boys turn their Crocs into steel-toe Crocs. And have a Croc charm. Which is, um, two headlights. It's like fully modding your Crocs is is wild. Like this is this is not Call of Duty. It's not my business. I shouldn't really be talking about it, but it's called talking business, where and we don't mind our business. You know, like that's what that's what the podcast is about. So I just I really just have to say it because it's like. It's like people are putting like full headlights on their on their shoes. It's like shoe fashion has moved a, a long way. You know, you have Rick Owens. Uh, you know, there's always people like, but it's Rick Owens. It's, you know, it's like new fashion, but new fashion, some of the clothes are. Not my taste, I like to say. But if I'm being honest, I'll have my own opinion. It's kind of weird. 
And like a lot of people have been talking about Rick Owens and all this stuff due to uh, Hogwarts le legacy. And people are making outfits on Hogwarts legacy that are um, Rick Owens oriented, I guess. But anyways, um, this is all for, uh, this is all for, uh, episode one of Talk Your Business Podcast. It's really nice to meet you all, my new, uh, listeners, and I hope you keep on listening to me. I will be uploading almost every day, maybe four days a week five six you know it depends if i have the time and i don't have to study because you know i'm studying i will be talking about a story about a bully i had in southbridge next episode so please stay tuned for that and you know thanks for listening